Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your post-game instant reaction to Texas Tech taking down the Sooners 51-48, to the final home game of the 2022 season. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what is up, man? Hello. This is the first time in the history of the 23 Personnel Podcast we've been able to recap an OU win. The last win, of course, was in Norman in 2011. The last win in Lubbock was in 2009. It's been a while, guys. It's so, been a minute. Um, yeah, it, it feels good. It feels good for us to do this for the first time ever. Sorry, sorry for a little bit overexcited, a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit chippy. We might, we might, we just haven't been down this road before. We don't know what to do with our hands. Yeah. Uh... Let's just, I guess, start off with the the first quarter, the, the opening few minutes of this game, and it felt like uh, just things weren't, weren't going to go your way. Uh, I, I had tried to calm my, my nerves a little bit, saying, hey, Oklahoma jumped out all over Oklahoma State last week, scored 28 points in the first quarter, and then did nothing else the rest of the game. So when they scored 14, you're like, all right, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, but offensively, you got things going. Uh Shuck finished the day 31 of 50 through the year, 436 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and then ran the ball nine times for 44 yards. But um, you you had some stars tonight. Uh, Obviously, Shuck through the year, uh, Thompson on the ground, 22 carries, 86 yards, and Jerron Bradley, eight catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Um, You had just stellar performances all across the board. Once the offense got going – um, it was just, it was great to see, uh, especially like I said, after that, that really slow start, um, when you got everything going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like you, I mean, I knew that after the end of the first quarter down 14, nothing, you know, one of the main reasons Oklahoma state jumped out so much was because I think they handed the ball to OU two, maybe three times in the first quarter. And I thought, well, tech didn't do that. And still, you know, they're down 14 to zero. That didn't sound right. You know, that fumble coming right after that, a finally a decent kickoff return. Of course, naturally a a fumble would happen right after that because that's our luck. But I mean, speaking of luck tech did have a a, a couple of good things go their way tonight. I know there, there was a, I think a PI penalty that was picked up that probably shouldn't have been. Um, There were some spots kind of in tech's favor. Just a few other things on the penalty side of that. Yes. Tech committed a lot. I mean, they committed, let's see, nine penalties for 62 yards, a lot of false starts, mostly uh, PIs on DBs absolutely getting roasted. That was something we saw last week that unfortunately continued this week. Um, you know, the defense was able to kind of recover but in Ames, but they weren't as keen on being able to recover these, this game. And not just that, but you know, a lot of those blown coverages just resulted in touchdowns. So the defense didn't give it, get a chance to line up in the red zone and, and try to uh, try to stop them. So, yeah, the 
Secondary is probably an obvious thing that we'll, we'll may pick apart a little bit more as we go, but t- tonight's a win. Uh, and another thing I'm, we'll have to throw out there is, I mean, Shuck was due an interception at some point. Just there were at least three or four that were very near misses uh, before he did get one thrown. But, man, he did have a great game tonight. And like you said, was Tech's leading rusher, at least on average yards per carry. He averaged 4.9 yards per carry. Thompson averaged 3.9. Of course, he got hurt, um, taken out there towards the end. Tried to come back a couple times. Unfortunately, just could not go. But uh, luckily, Tech was able to take care of the rest of the game um, with him on the sideline. You know, Venables got a little bit tricky throwing a pass to his quarterback that really got Gabriel uh, could have gotten him seriously hurt. Uh, luckily, Tech didn't see that when Smith finally threw a quarterback. I mean, uh, Smith finally caught a touchdown. Yeah, he did. That sort of stuff for the entire season and it finally came to fruition. And that's something we've joked about that. Oh yeah. Well, finally they'll, they'll actually do it in the 12th game of the season. And and they did, and it worked beautifully. So, uh, you know, just a lot of interesting things that happen in the game were 93 points or scored or whatever. I can even do the math in my head fast enough. Yeah. No, it was more than that. It was a uh, 99 points. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so de- defensively, um, you you would have obviously hoped to to be able to slow down uh, slow down uh, Oklahoma quite a bit more than you, you were tonight. Um, they 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 Gabriel was twenty eight of forty on the night, four hundred forty nine passing yards, six touchdowns, one interception. So he completed seventy percent of his passes. Um, obviously, his main target. Uh, that you know, they're trying to get the ball to it was Mims five catches, 162 yards, uh, two touchdowns. But Theo Weiss three catches, 123 yards. The tight end Willis was he had the most catches at seven, but he had 74 yards, but he had two touchdowns as well. Um, Eric Gray on the ground was just a beast 28 carries, 161 yards. There were times when it felt like the offense completely changed when Gray had to come off, whether it was a breather or you know, he, he should need a break. And I was in the middle of, of typing a message out. I said, hey, I, I, I like our defense's chances when, when Gray's on the sideline. And that's when he got hit over the top uh, for a, a touchdown there. Um, but, you know, you, you were talking about how Donovan Smith was used. And I, uh, I, I can appreciate some of the, the creativity to get him involved in, in, in the many different ways. Um, at times it felt kind of forced uh, that, you know, he was in there for um, – you know, he, he was lined up as a running back. He was used as a blocker. Obviously, he, he ran ran a touchdown in. He, he caught a touchdown. Um, it's it's it was interesting to see that. I, I think I was more excited when they put Jalen Hutchings in there early on. Um, they did try to to force feed him that that first throw. Um, everybody's like, "What are you doing, man? Just run it. Use use it to run it. Use him to run the ball in, and then." Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they let, left him on the field, ran the ball with him the next play. One one carry, one yard, and a touchdown. I think we've all been waiting to see that. Um, you know, I obviously, if, if, if we're going to have multiple quarterbacks play, um, you know, as long as they're, you know, nobody's getting hurt uh, and there's not any kind of glaring mistake, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to just kind of defer to the, the offensive coordinator and the head coach there and how that works. But uh, it seemed to work tonight with, with how uh, Smith was used. But, man, it's a heck of a game uh, to come back from 18 points down in the second quarter. Um, you know, you were down 24-6. That, that missed extra point felt big at the time. Uh, Michael pointed out in our little our group chat, it <laughs> feels very important. It, it didn't end up being important. Uh, you were able to come back 24-23 at the half, so that, that was the, the difference in the game. Ultimately, you erased that one point with a two-point conversion late, but had you not been able to convert that, you would have always been ch- chasing those points, um, you know, all, all from missing that that one kick. Um, but in terms of missing kicks, that the field goal attempt in overtime by Oklahoma, uh, obviously it was huge. Um, you, you had those, those two tackles for loss there to set up a long field goal attempt in overtime. And then obviously he, he, he pushed that kick, right. And then Texas tech came in, didn't even like fuss around with it, uh, there when, when it got done, when it got down to fourth, uh, and whatever it was, then just sent the, the field goal team on Trey Wolf, man, just clutch, absolutely nailed that kick to, to win that one. So that's his. Was it second game-winning kick in overtime this year, Michael? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, because he, he did that against Texas. It was obviously a lot shorter of a kick um, with a w- weirder angle. But, man, I, I just – He had some, you know, at the end of regulation to send it to overtime as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and uh, was no different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to go back to the receivers for a second. You had nine different players catch a ball tonight. Uh, we talked about Bradley. Miles Price had six catches for 54 yards. Uh, there were times when, like, every one of these catches just felt absolutely monumental. Nehemiah Martinez had four catches, 62 yards. There was a couple that hit him in the hands that um, I, I would say were just kind of poorly placed. Uh, Fungi, four catches, 61 yards. There were obviously those plays there in the fourth quarter to get you into field goal range to tie it. Uh, Thompson had three catches. Brooks had three catches. Obviously we talked about Donovan Smith had one catch. Baylor cup had one catch for 10 yards on a, on a check down route. That was just absolutely perfectly executed. Xavier white and then had one catch four yards, which I believe was the, the, the two point conversion as it was a, I think it was a pitch forward for him. Yes. Um, yeah, it was him. Yeah, so that was that was just fantastic. M- Michael talked about it. This is the, you know, the last home game of the year, last regular season game. You finish out seven and five. You finish fourth in the Big Twelve. You were picked ninth preseason. Um, you finish with a winning record in Big Twelve play. You finish with wins over both Texas and Oklahoma in the same season. Um, just absolutely huge steps in, in the first season under Joy McGuire. Um, you know, the, how the team shakes up and shakes out for next year. We're not sure how that's going to work just yet. Obviously, we're not worried about that. We've got one more game um, to get ready for a bowl game. Michael, you, you any final thoughts on on taking down Oklahoma, the final game of the 2022 season at home, 51-48? Uh, I mean, just a few. I, I think one of the main things is we just can't – you've already mentioned it, but, uh, you know, Texas Tech is – sole third I mean fourth place in the Big 12 right now this is the highest they've finished since 2009 when they tied for third in the Big 12 South um but that was uh the last time also with uh Leach here of course that Texas Tech had a winning Big 12 record 
So it's been a long time since they've had a winning Big 12 record. Um, you know, before that, of course, it was 08. And then before that, it was 05. So this isn't something we've seen very often. And McGuire was able to get it done in his first year. I don't think that can be said enough and, and how important that is. Uh, you know, something that Kyle brought up on the radio show today, 1986, the sole year that David McWilliams was here, was the last time that a first-year head coach had a winning conference record. So that's another milestone, another feather in McGuire's cap. Um, I think the only thing I would mention is, yes, people are going to question things in the moment. I definitely questioned going for overtime. I thought that Tech had some momentum there. I thought they could move the ball. Even with Thompson out, I know how important he was on those last uh, those last few drives, but they, they got it done. Wolf came out. He saw the blocked kick, didn't phase him, nailed it, nailed the game winner in overtime. And, um, you know, Tech's seven and five for the first time in regular season play since 2015. And, um, you know, pretty excited to see where this bowl game ends up. I don't know if it's going to be, we, we might've vaulted us maybe not into the Texas bowl range, but, uh, or maybe into Texas bowl range, sorry, not uh, Alamo bowl. I'm, I'm sadly thinking they'll hand that one to the Longhorns, but you, you know, I think Texas in the Texas bowl range and uh, you know, possibly cheese it kind of see an interesting matchup there. So, um, you know, just really excited to see this team hit the seven and five mark that a lot of us had hoped for and thought that it would be a little optimistic. Um, and they did it and they won three in a row to end the season. And I think we could go back and look and see when the last time that has happened. And I don't think it's happened very much. So just another thing. Anyway, pretty excited, pretty pumped. I'm, I hopefully was not as loud as the announcers. I mean, Collins and Devin Gardner, my gosh, um, every opportunity they had to scream into the microphone tonight, they did it. But They had a great game. <laughs> tech, tech Loved it. The win. And uh, we get to ride off into the sunset, 51-48, see where the bowl game is going to be, and, um, you know, see what the the McGuire era can bring um, for, you know, the rest of the time he's here. Yeah. And so in, in, in terms of where the, where the Red Raiders end up in the bowl game, um, you know, I, I think that really depends on how the the conference championship game uh, shakes out. So in in that essence, I think I would pull for TCU to, to win that, to get a a shot into the playoff um, just to to, to bump everybody up in terms of the bowl bowl selection. Um, Not something I would normally do and root for TCU, but, just a, like, like you were mentioning, just a fantastic end of the season to to, to finish out with, with three wins, um, to get to seven and five on the season. I know that they're, they're going to be starting renovations on, on that south end zone here pretty soon. Um, just you know, fantastic finish of the season that uh, first season. Uh, and then we talked about the or the 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 Gauchos talked about this being the senior class that kind of laid the groundwork for this. Uh, and you know, on, on senior night. We'd be remiss to, to not mention their contributions throughout their career, and then obviously tonight uh, to finish out uh, defeating Oklahoma, which is it's, it's always big, always huge. Uh, it's fun when it happens in overtime for sure. But uh, you win tonight, fifty-one forty-eight, get to four and um, sorry, seven and five in the season, five and four in Big Twelve play, win three straight, which is huge. 
Um, so with that, that'll do it for us on the 23 Personnel Podcast. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.